Welcome to Mission to Inspire, where we share life experiences in our careers, personal lives, society, culture, religion, finance, family, and much more. Meet your host, Shola Ajabadi, as she takes you on a ride to fuel your inspiration. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mission to Inspire. My name is Shola, and we have a wonderful guest with us here today. Um, for a very long time now, all my guests, they've all been from all over the world, so especially America. <laughs> but today we have someone from the UK, and she's from Scotland. Hi, Alison. Um, Hi, Jola. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to meet you. And also, we are delighted to have you on our show. <laughs> I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Today, we will be actually talking about finding clarity um, and direction in nature. And you will see how that actually relates to the topic and the discussions we are, and the conversation we are having today, because I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, blow the bubbles. I'll, I'll leave that to yeah. Alison to, to, <laughs> to talk about where she's introducing herself. Um, but today we're going to sit down as we sit now and listen to Alison, a seasoned coach and speaker with a unique approach that uses nature as a powerful metaphor for life's challenges. So that's what we'll be doing today. Um, I will employ you all to join us as we dive into Alison's inspiring journey, the insights she shares in our book, Can't See the Wood for the Trees. So she'll be talking about that today and how she helps individuals um, navigate life's complexity um, by redirecting them with the wisdom of natural of the natural world. So I'll leave that to Alison to talk about. Oh, before I forget, she's also a podcaster like myself. <laughs> and the title of our podcast is um, Landscaping Your Life with Alison Smith. So she will talk about that as well today. Um, and I'll leave the floor for Alison. But before I do, um, just as normal, our tradition, we would ask you some questions, this or that just to know you better. So our first question is, because you're a coach, <laughs> and I know you're also a speaker, so which one do you prefer, pen and paper or digital notes? Oh, uh, depends what I'm doing, but if I'm writing my poetry, then it's definitely pen and paper. Can't do it straight onto an iPad. Um, but most everything else, I'm quite happy to do it digitally. But yeah, poetry, creative thinking, definitely pen and paper. Pen and paper. Okay, right. All right, then. Um, writing or speaking? <laughs> it's, like asking, it's like asking which kid's your, your favourite one. Um, speaking, I think. Speaking. Okay. All right. Hiking or cycling? I don't know if you do any. Well, I've got arthritic knees, but um, I've got a new knee, um, and then the other one will need replacing at some point. But so hiking, definitely, and doing able to to walk more now. So, so I, so yeah. I, if you'd asked me about a year ago when I'd just had my new knee, then it wouldn't yeah. have been either of those. 
Okay, city life or country living? I know you're in Scotland. Yeah, no, I, I've never really lived in a city other than when I went to university. <laughs> definitely being able to look out the window and see countryside, definitely. Okay, where, where did you attend your uni? Uh, Nottingham. Oh, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> so that wasn't a huge city you know I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> i've kept it from the midlands upwards right. um, yeah okay okay so i don't know if you watch movies but are you a netflix being or movie night at the cinema yeah definitely a netflix binge if i'm if especially if i'm a bit out of sorts it's like oh my god like downton abbey oh my god i just watch all that um <laughs> So, yeah, so definitely because cinemas I find uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. So, I, you know, I can sit there and fidget for a <laughs> bit, but I can sit on my sofa and watch a binge watch for a few hours. So, yeah, definitely sofa, Netflix binge. All right. Okay. Yoga or meditation? Yoga, so long as my knees will let me do what I'm supposed to do. But yeah, yoga. Yoga. Lastly, classical music or rock and roll. <laughs> I'm really not that into listening to music, so I'm afraid I'm so boring. It's middle of the road, easy, oh, easy listening. Oh, so rock and roll. Yeah, no. no. Oh, no. So, what, so you don't listen to any music at all? No, it's really, it's like I never have music on when I'm working. I, I, I forget, to be fair, that certain tunes have the ability to get me out of. So actually, I do have an answer. Musicals. Musicals. I love yeah, musicals yeah, yeah. Now. So if I was to listen to anything or if I went out to something mm -hmm. of an evening that was musically related, it would definitely be a musical. A musical, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like musicals too because of the it's got some drama input into it, which makes it more exciting and interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there'll be a favorite song from every musical that I can sing at the top of my voice, and certainly if I'm feeling out of sorts, eleven o'clock at night, the neighbors would hear me. Oh I'd my god! You see me? It's that whole. <laughs> Oh, I need to shift my mood. Oh, yeah, let's listen to, um, you know, Defying Gravity from Wicked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's interesting. <laughs> Thank you so much for answering those questions. So we feel we know you a little oh. bit better now. <laughs> okay, we're going to go straight into the interview questions. And our first question would be, we just want you to tell us about your background, basically. Um, well, uh, well, let's go back to that Nottingham University. I went from there, but go quickly because there's quite a few years since then. But um, went into procurement, purchasing, and I still do a bit of purchasing consultancy. But in the late 90s, we were trying to encourage other um, managers in the business to pay attention to looking after suppliers and they were yawning and just going yeah 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 we know we know what you're talking about um and they weren't you know and um it suddenly dawned on me that oh hang on a minute so we did a workshop where we just talked about garden design and yeah. asked them about you know what do you need what does what do flourishing plants need and they go oh watering and feeding and pruning and 
you know, time in the greenhouse. And I went, so do the suppliers. And it's as if a pin could drop in the room and they and everybody went, oh, that's why we're having, you know, oh my God, yeah, that supplier, we've plonked, you know, we've plonked that supplier in the corner of the garden. We're ignoring them. We're not watering them. Is that any wonder that we're now having problems with the supplier? So it just opened my mind up to the power of metaphor to yes. take somebody from being very resistant and, you know, no, this is how the world is. I'm right. There is no other way of looking at the world and realizing that if you use metaphor, they have the power to get around the blocks we put up with. Really helpful for me. I'm a bit resistant to being given advice. So it's like, <laughs> oh, that's a useful technique for me. And so then what happened was very quickly, the metaphor went from, so it went from gardening being a metaphor for looking after suppliers to landscapes or you know, nature's landscapes more generally being a metaphor for lives, for our lives, particularly when we're stuck. And then since then, so since 2000, I've just added bells and whistles to the different tools and techniques you could do in order to how do you use nature to get unstuck? Basically. And that's and, and therefore I then that's what the podcast's about. So every Ooh, um okay. you know, every episode is going out into nature with a specific problem in mind and seeing mm -hmm. what nature has to offer in terms of a solution. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. That's what a lot of the coaching's about. I've started to do some workshops um, around all of that as well in businesses. So, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's, so, grown, it's grown arms and legs. Yeah, it has. It has gone into a different dimension. So you started back in the university. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that is so interesting. So... How has your unique background then, how has it actually helped, um, you know, how has your unique, your unique perspective using nature as a metaphor, which you've already spoken about for life, influenced your coaching and speaking? Um, I think where but I've we, got we know to... how you've started your business. Yeah, I think, I think what happened was, is initially yeah using nature would just be one of the tools that i'd use and perhaps not one that i'd use all the time okay and and then over time i realized people were coming to me because of my unique tools and therefore right. you know they could go to another coach they'd more than likely possibly been to other coaches so yeah. i think what's happened is that more and more it's the nature it's the metaphor that I use because, and I suppose over time, I just notice it in people's language anyway. So they come, they say a few sentences and I go, oh, that's an interesting metaphor and we'll use that. So yeah. I, I've just got more comfortable with realizing it works for, for the majority of people and that's, and I love it. So why wouldn't I use those tools that I love and get excited about? Exactly. And 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 I know not lots of people are using it. Mm, mm, wow. Let's go to your podcast, Landscaping Your Life with Alison. Um, so you focus on helping people get back on track when they feel stuck 
Mm-hmm. Um, can you share some memorable successes story? Uh, yeah, yeah. The the whole premise, the whole premise. I suppose what happened was I use nature in lots of different ways. Yeah. But one of the ways that I I noticed was that when we're stuck, mm-hmm. we will use we will use a metaphor. So we'll use an idiom, including nature anyway. So we'll be, can't see the wood for the trees, Mm -hmm. uh, stuck in a rut, going round in circles, out on a limb, treading water. So so basically we use, we identify with those idioms. And so what I realized was, oh, hang on a minute, you've given me a metaphor that, that makes sense for you and describes the current situation. And although you're using it to describe the stuck situation, yeah. I say it the metaphor can be used to find the solutions. So if you can't see the wood for the trees, mm-hmm. let's park the real life situation. We'll send it on a coffee break. We're giving it a break. When we're, we're going to just go metaphorical for a minute. Yeah. And we're going to go and explore in a wood. So if we if you can't see the wood for the trees, let's go, let's go t- into the wood. Um, and so what I've done in each episode of the podcast is I don't go out with a with a guest. I just go for me and I'll so I'll go right. We're, we're covering treading water today and I'll go in the sea here in Scotland or it's an uphill struggle. I'll go and struggle up a hill and find out what I can learn right. from how not to struggle up a hill or yeah. a, a rock between a rock and a hard to pace turning corners crossroads and what I've discovered and I suppose use more and more is is if we can embody and go out into nature and sort of notice what we notice in that environment we'll find solutions so one of the examples is um somebody in fact it was a coaching session Mm. um so it's not quite the podcast but it is an example of how I've used it so it was somebody over in Florida I'm here, they're walking around in nature, they're resonating with not being able to see the wood for the trees. And they're in a wood and I, you know, and they're sort of walking through the wood, they're getting insight as they are doing. And then I said, so where do you want to get to? And they said, and they were able to point and went, and we're really, really, well, I want to go there. Mm. Absolutely, I want to go there. And it was the other side of the wood. And, um, oh, okay, so why are you worrying about the wood? (laughs) You know, why are you getting distracted by the wood? And what they realised was they absolutely knew, in this instance, they absolutely knew where they wanted the business to go. Yeah. But they were getting distracted by, oh, this might not be the right thing, or is this the new shiny thing that I need to do? And so... What they realised was they did know where they wanted to go and they were allowing themselves to get distracted. And so the action plan was, how do I not get distracted by this, that and the other and focus on what I want to have happen? Mm -hmm. Now, I have found that to be the solution for over half the people who can't see the wood for the trees. Most people who can't see the wood for the trees know what they want to do. It's just that it's a bit like you're walking through a wood and you and you come and you know that you're going to follow this path. You know, this path has got the signpost to go to where you're going, and then you get to a crossroads and go, oh, perhaps that direction's more exciting. Oh, let me. I might I might go down that path just to see if that's more exciting than where I want to go. 
and we absolutely allow ourselves to get distracted, even though it's like, no, 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 I know where I want to go. So I think that's what happens. It's like we take the pattern with us. So somebody the other week um, was at a crossroads or thought they were at a crossroads. And, and so, and we were in the botanical gardens, loads of paths to loads of crossroads that I could keep going. So what's your decision? You're at a crossroads, make the decision. And they kept making a decision to go down a path that hadn't got um, a sign down it. And they got huge insight for them about uh, all the jobs I'm applying for are jobs where there's a signpost where people have already gone before. It's, you know, it's just the same old, same old. And that's yeah. not what I want. I want to be the way forger. I want to go down new paths. I want to make, you know. So it suddenly, they suddenly realized they were replying for the long, wrong jobs and or using the long, wrong language to describe the jobs. And they got all of that from just exploring crossroads, in that instance, crossroads in, in the botanical yeah. gardens. Wow. So, yeah, so the podcast is very much about if you want to turn a corner, mm -hmm. go into nature and turn a corner and just notice what you notice before the corner. Notice what you notice as you go around the corner. Notice what you notice once you've gone around the corner. And I can guarantee, well, I can't guarantee that 100 percent, but I suspect 80 <laughs> percent of people will get some insight by just turning that corner. Right. That is interesting. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. It's talking to a different, it's talking to a different part of us that does actually, I believe we all know what we want to do. We all, we all have the answers within us. Yeah, we do. So it, so the, so the, te so the tools are just a different means of accessing that inner knowing because mm. we know, we know the answer. We don't have to, yeah. we don't have to look outside ourselves for the answer. No, but logic is not helping. Because logic is defending, it's got a fear attached to it, it's got a whole load of beliefs attached to it. So we have yeah. to set, I word it as, we're sending logic and the story we're telling about the situation <laughs> on a coffee break. So we're sending it on a coffee break, we're putting it to one side, and yeah. then let's allow that inner knowing to talk to us through metaphor, to yeah. nudge us, to realise something that we already know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that, and that's why it's so powerful, because the advice they're getting is from within them Ooh. and they notice oh yeah i'm like that tree i'm I, I need my roots to be a bit firmer or whatever you know oh yeah yeah it's interesting what we have to do to get to where we want to go <laughs> yeah. though we know where we are going <laughs> yeah 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 it's interesting and, and sometimes we 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 know where we're going we know the short truth to where we're going, but like you said, all the diversions, we we just divert and it takes us a longer route. Well, to and to be fair, I wrote a poem, um, Paths and Destinations, and right. I did think that that poem was mm -hmm. going to be written about all the, how to get to a destination quicker. But what yeah. I read, but actually what ended up coming out of my pen, onto <laughs> yeah. the paper, was oh, sometimes it's not about the destination. Sometimes it's about just having fun. Sometimes yeah. it's just about going to a vantage point. And it's only when we get to the vantage point mm -hmm. that we can see all of the options, that we can make a better decision. Or sure. 
you know, oh, well, well, we're on a dead end. And, you know, mm. there's a belief about whether it's a dead end or not. So I think, yeah, it's really interesting that you can explain. Um, one of the things that quite often people will say is, yeah, I want to go along those paths, you know, new paths, paths less yeah. travel. It's like, I want to I forge my own path. But mm. I was um, in a wood the other week. And right in front of me, it was just all this bracken. It was, I mean, you just couldn't, unless you'd got something to cut through it. Yeah. Or you were an adventurer. You just, mm -hmm. I, I just looked at it and went, that is not the path I want to forge. You know, I'm quite happy to go to a field that's got no paths yeah. and go, oh, I've got 360 degrees worth of easy choice. Oh, I'm going to go, you know, southeast or whatever. Yeah, that's the sort of um, new paths I want to go on. Mm. I don't want to go on a path that requires me to, you know, put protective gear on my hands and feet and uh, get a scythe or something and cut everything back. So, and yet somebody else listening might be able to go, oh, Alison, standing in a field and having 360 degrees worth of choice sounds so boring. <laughs> I want to get that axe and yeah, I'm going to go into that wood and chop things back. But it then enables, gives us information about the situation we're thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for, for that. Let's go to your book, actually. So, um... The book that you uttered, Can't See the Word for the Trees. What inspired you to write that book? Um, I'd always wanted to write a book. Um, I bored everybody to tears about I was going to write a book. <laughs> when I when I started using uh, nature as a metaphor, I thought, oh, I, I, and my hairdresser says, when somebody said, oh, how long have you been writing your book, Alison? And the hairdresser replied, 15 years, but this is the fifth version because she'd heard me go oh I've written the book I've written the book and then it's like no, I don't think I don't think that is the book so sorry so I'd written a lot of versions but they would sort of fall off a cliff I think in terms of they weren't very accessible mm. certainly I mean, landscaping your life works more now than it did 20 years ago because because we've got TikTok, because we've got, you know, video blogs. So people can see, you know, got podcasts. Whereas back then, yeah. we just quite often just got the written word and it was a bit flat. And it wasn't until I realised, oh, can't see the wood for the trees. People re resonate with that. Stuck in a rut. So each chapter is just literally um, a different saying. And it tells a story of how somebody's got unstuck who had that saying and then there's just different ways of using nature so because there's not just one way of you know I've said go out and walk in nature but yeah. you can draw it um you can imagine it there's lots of different ways that you can use it mm. so the book just talks you through different ways of using nature but the idea would be that you you're stuck and not Unless you're a coach, if you're a coach, then you read it back to, you know, front to back because mm -hmm. you get more of the insight about the techniques. Right. But if, if you're if you're there and you're stuck, you mm -hmm. literally just open the index, go, oh, OK, it's chapter six that I resonate with. Yeah. You know, I feel like a fish out of water. Let me go and read that chapter. Or, oh, yeah, I'm up a creek without a paddle and then just read the chapter. So so the. Quite often, all you've got to do is read the chapter. 
Okay, okay. Rather than the whole book. <laughs> Rather than the old book. But if yeah, we read well, the chapter, well, we, we would... That, we would ultimately read the old book anyway. Yes, over time. I think I think the thing is, is I describe it more as a as a sort of a reference manual that you have it there. Right. So one person described it as a first aid kit for the mind. That it's a process they go to when they're struggling. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm overwhelmed about this situation. Right, let me go to and and yeah, the podcast's a bit similar to that. And yeah. there's more there's more sayings in the podcast because there's mm-hmm. over sixty episodes. Yeah at time of recording so um yeah so you could sort of pick a chapter pick an idiom pick an episode and then go okay i'll listen to this episode or i'll read this chapter and that should be enough to give you an insight about how to get unstuck in the situation that you're stuck about right okay so what key takeaways do you hope readers would gain from it then just just how to get unstuck and i think it's how quickly we can go from being stuck to unstuck. Okay. Because it's all it could because it's about our mindset. It's like when we're stuck, we're stuck because we believe there are no options. We can't see the options, and therefore we've got this belief yeah. that there isn't anything else to do. And we sort of, I suppose, given our power away. Because as soon as we're stuck, we quite often believe, oh, somebody else has got to come and save us. And the techniques are all about, no, oh, no, no, it's just a belief. You're just not seeing the whole picture. You're perhaps only seeing 10% of the view. And let's just get 360 degrees view of the situation. Yeah. And then, you know, things calm down. Then you're able to see what you need to do. And then you're able to do it. And so I think it's that. I think it's the the ease with which we can find solutions. So long as we send logic on a coffee break. (laughs) (laughs) So that, I suppose that's the other thing. Send yeah. logic on a coffee break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right there. You're right there. Let's dive right a bit to your coaching and speaking. So in your coaching and speaking engagements, you emphasize uh, more about having fun, laughter, joy, and connection. So how do these elements enhance the personal development journey? for your clients and audience? Um, Well, I suppose there's a number of reasons. I think the main thing is, is when we're stuck, then we can get quite negative and and none of those things. Mm. And and therefore our brain associates, you know, none of those things. So, you know, stuck, you know, might be angry, might be frustration with lack of options. So laughter just enables us to, to, to shift that thinking a bit. So it's the joy, if we can bring more of that. I mean, I'm not saying that every situation is something to be feel joyful about, and therefore it's not about wheeling joy and laughter into every situation. But sometimes it's a bit like, I'll give you the example, that um, I did um, a, a podcast episode about beating ourselves up with a stick. Okay. And um, it, it was about, <laughs> so it was about gathering the sticks. So it's like I was imagining, right, go and gather the sticks I beat that I imagine I used to beat myself up and then I'm going to throw them away. But the laughter came when I realised I was at a hot top of a hill. Oh, there are no sticks. And then the laughter came because it was, yeah, but I bet you mess it. I've got sticks in my pack to beat myself up with we you know are we 
or any of us ever somewhere where we haven't got a stick that we've picked up previously just in case because we want to you know beat ourselves up yeah yeah. So it was. So I think there's a laughter about when we're using metaphor. It's much easier to laugh at the pattern, to go, "What you mean? I'm over the top of a hill, but because I want to beat myself up with a stick, I've had to carry some sticks up the hill with me." What? And it just ne enables us to see the nonsense, really, that we've got ourselves into. That mm. says, you know what? I'm not going to pick sticks up to beat myself up with at some point in the future. Yeah. If we want to contact you uh, for your service and also buy your book, how can we contact you? And how can we? Uh, put there's you lots of Alison Smiths. Exactly. <laughs> so there's so many. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So lots of Alison Smiths, but Landscaping Your Life will find me. So Landscaping Your Life on YouTube, Landscaping Your Life on Amazon even, because the book is called Can't See the Wood for the Trees, Landscaping Your Life to Get Back on Track. So if you say Landscaping Your Life on Amazon, you'd mm. find me. Right. Um, LinkedIn, it's there. TikTok, it's there. And Instagram, Facebook. So, um, yeah, so if you do uh, Landscaping Your Life, Either as a hashtag or just the three separate words, you'll find me, especially if you had Alison on as well. Right. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Um, lastly, then, um, with over two decades of experience that you have, how have you seen the field of coaching and personal development evolve? And what advice would you give to someone aspiring to become a successful coach and speaker in today's world? Because the world has really changed and it's evolved. Yes. I mean, there's more coaches now. There's more coaches now than there were. Um, I think everybody's got very niched. So I think I'm very clear that I'm very good when somebody's stuck. Once somebody's on the path, I'm not great at holding their hand as they're walking on the path and they're happy. You know, I'm much better in the hole. I'm going to yank you out of the hole, help you get out of the hole, help you get back on track. But then I'll hand you over to another coach. So I think <clears throat> so I think it's about being clear about once you've learned the coaching skills and you know you've you've done your time of trying out, it's trying, it's noticing where your expertise is, either in the skill in the tools that you use. So like mine, I suppose, I've 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 I generally use metaphor more of the time now. Um, and I know that I'm aiming it at clients that were stuck. So I think it's about niching the clients and niching the tools and techniques that you use um, and not being afraid to, yeah, try that, you know, change it perhaps, you know, see if there's a market and then change it. But it, it but it's not about being all things to all people because then people don't know you know, they don't know what you stand for. So I think from a marketing perspective, because there are more coaches out there, yeah. it's very much about somebody knowing, oh, that's me. Yeah, yeah, I am stuck. Mm -hmm. And I am prepared to try something a little bit different. And perhaps I have tried other things already. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm prepared for something a little bit different. I'll go to Alison. Okay. Or, who, you know, or whatever. Oh, yes, I. you know, because I've had, I've been on podcast episodes where somebody's a, you know, a menopause coach or a divorce coach. And it's at least they've got the tools and techniques that help 
people in those situations. They understand the feelings. They understand the issues. Um, so I think it's that. I think it's find find your ideal audience and find the tools that work for that ideal audience. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on our show today. Any inspirational advice for our audience out there? Other than sending logic on a holiday, um, I think I'll take it from nature, which is we can get so impatient these days. Mm -hmm. And yet, Nate, if we look out the window, nature is just full of patience. It's like, you know, sunset comes at a set time after sunrise, you know. So why sometimes it feels in life that we're trying to bring sunset forward. And it's like, yes, it does come forward slowly up till, you know, um, solstice and the like but you know and the seasons it's like when sometimes it's as if we're sitting there in the winter and we want it to be uh summer already and we've got to go in most areas in the world we've got to go through spring now this not not all of these patterns relate to every area of the world just because of longitude and latitude and things but um and the other thing i think is about the planting a seed it's like we plant a seed and we know it's going to take a while to germinate and we just need to nurture it and water it not keep poking it going why have you not grown yet <laughs> you know which is what we do for ourselves it's like we don't we don't you know in tides i mean tides you know there's a tide every here there's a tide every 12 and a half hours and and yet it, we always act as if this one tide, I've missed it. And oh my God, it's the end of the world. It's like, no, there's another tide in 12 and a half hours time. Let's just spend those 12 and a half hours preparing for that tide so we're ready for it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, so for me, it's the patience element and the perfect timing of nature that we can look to and learn from. Yeah, thank you so much. That is very true patient and perfect timing and the timing for everybody is different so yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on our show today thank you everyone for listening in thank you for the conversation we've really enjoyed and um, i'm sure we've learned and benefited from your wisdom <laughs> thank you i've enjoyed it Thank you so much. And it's goodbye from myself and Alison. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on Mission to Inspire. Subscribe if you have not already done so. Like, comment, leave a message. Let's stay connected. Let's jointly inspire the world.